Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. This is the podcast helping you step into your power by owning your expertise, fully embodying your mission, and rising to the next level of entrepreneurship to help the world thrive while you create your massive impact and, of course, your income. I'm beyond excited to have you here, so let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today we are talking all things mindset, how to shift your mindset, to accept, to want, to not feel bad about wanting to make a fuck ton of money in your business. Now, whenever it comes to any sort of mindset shifts, there's always like the energetic and like spiritual way of thinking about it and belief and manifestation aspects of it and there's also the practical things are we doing the shit to fucking get the goal that we want so when it comes to wanting to make a fuck ton of money it's important to really really have a strong a good money mindset a mindset in which we don't feel bad for wanting more money, a mindset in which we don't feel bad for asking for more money, for raising our prices, for wanting to get to the next level. And money mindset is not just something that we deal with in the beginning of our business, but it's something that we deal with whenever we try and get to the next level in our business. And I remember when I was making consistent 8K months in my business and, or when I guess maybe when I had my first one, um, I was just like, wait a minute, I kind of have everything that I want. Like, what do I actually want more money for? I was just like, all my bills are paid. I make, I'm like profiting enough where I can live and travel and like, I'm profiting about half. Like, this is beautiful. And then there was something in me that was like, no, you want more. And so I did some activities and work around like, what do I actually want the money for? And I also decided that because I just want to, because I just want more was enough. And we have been conditioned to not do things because we want it. We have been conditioned to not do things that make us seem quote unquote greedy Greedy in a bad way, rather. Let's take the quotations out. Um, I don't think greedy is actually a bad thing. Wanting more and wanting a lot of something. I don't, maybe that's not the definition of greedy. I don't know. Maybe we could look it up here. But I don't, I don't think being greedy and wanting more is a bad thing. I think greedy has this, um, let's see, having or showing an intense and selfish desire for something, especially wealth or power. Okay, so that is the dictionary.com version of this. Or having an excessive desire or appetite for food. Really? That's the second one? Oh, gluttonous. There we go. Okay, sorry. I'm totally working through this on the podcast. But why is that a bad thing? Like, why is having or showing an intense and selfish desire for something, especially wealth or power, a bad thing? As long as you are using that wealth and power well, and you're not, like, hurting people, why is greediness a bad thing? And so I did a lot of work to just say, I just want it. 
<laughs> I want a lollipop because I want it. Meanwhile, our parents told us when we were younger, like, no, you had to do something. You had to eat all of your food to eat the lollipop, which is also a whole nother podcast topic, but we shouldn't do that to children. But we don't need to work to deserve anything. We are deserving because we are. We are deserving more mo- of more money because we just want it. So even if you had a place in your business where all of your shit is technically paid for and you replaced your nine to five income, you can still want more. And even when you like have a fuck ton more than you actually quote unquote need to like live in your current circumstances, that doesn't mean you cannot want a different life or want a bigger house or want more money sitting in the bank. Right. So again, there's always the just, I want it and that's fine. And there's like, okay, well, what do you actually want to do with that money? More money for me means more impact. More money for me means I can help more people and I can employ more people. My VA is going full time with me this month. I'm like, holy shit, that is insane. (laughs) Someone is literally reliant on me for their entire income. Holy fuck. That's also a beautiful thing. It's scary and it's beautiful. And as a byproduct of me paying her and her having a remote job, she's going to move to Belize and is super excited about it. Like that is what more money gives me. That sounds epic. I cannot only have everything in the world that I want in terms of like, honestly, anything, more experiences, more food, (laughs) nicer restaurants, nicer sneakers, like whatever it is. Like I can also actually employ other people to go and live their dream. Like what? that's insane, right? So even though you might not be a business coach, I don't think I have a lot of business coaches following me at this point. Um, Even if you're a music coach, even if you are a health coach, that just means that you are able to help other people be happier and healthier and live longer lives, live more fulfilled lives, live lives where they are thriving because they have energy to run after their child. They will be available for their grandchildren. They will have so much energy to actually be productive. They will be present because they will have shifted their mindset and will actually like be able to enjoy their life and not worry about the fat on their arms and shit like that, right? And so having more money is a direct relationship to your impact, to your income. And without having more money, you cannot employ people to help you grow your impact. And that doesn't mean, now when I say the words a fuck ton of money, it's not a specific number I'm referring to. I just want, like for me, this can be different for you. I certainly want a seven figure business, but I want a decent amount of it to be profit. This year we're bringing in a revenue of about 500k and we will profit as of where I am right now, we will profit about 50% right? So depending on how I scale my business, which I'm looking at a lot of different mechanisms to do so, um, a lot more do-it-yourself courses, a lot more group coaching, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and like live events type things, maybe some retreats, um, things that don't really cost a ton out of pocket, even though live retreats kind of will, but like, I won't have to have a huge staff. Like I don't want a huge team, even though I do want a few people on my team right now, I believe I have five. Um, and I want to be able to pay them more. I want to give my VA a huge increase in her pay right now. And having a fuck ton of money for me means at least having a seven figure business, but it also means me making at least $500,000 in profit every single year that comes into my bank account. And so it's really important for 
us to know what that number looks like, but that's very individualized. That's very, very individualized. I just had a one-on-one client do an activity similar to what I'm going to have you guys do today and questions I'm going to ask you on this podcast to consider. Um, And she was like, initially I was aiming for like 30K for the rest of this year and I would have been really happy with that. But you know what? I actually really want 50K. And I know that I can make that because I have the right strategies. I have you. I'm hauling ass. I'm doing all the things. I'm in 100% alignment. Like this is beautiful. This is happening. And it's happening because she decided. And she's hauling ass and doing the things. Right? So when I say that word a fuck ton of money, that can mean individual things for different people. It doesn't have to mean a seven-figure business. But, you know, whatever that word means to you, for me, it resonates. For me, having just an overflow of money continuously there, not having to worry about um, charging anything, not having to worry about if I ever have kids, like where they're going to go to school and if they're going to be able to pay for it. Like, I just don't want any thought to be when I swipe my card, right? And there kind of is not any second guessing right now. Like I just look at money as a thing that gets transferred, a number that gets transferred from my bank account to your bank account to somebody else's bank account. Right. I've given this analogy before. Like if I could trade pineapples for, you know, services for my VA and pineapples for, you know, the, the Mercedes that I want, like I would, would that make me a bad person for wanting so many pineapples? Like, no, but because the word money itself for people has a like negative connotation and that word greedy around money or food, right? We, we automatically associate it with something bad. And I don't think that money is bad. I don't think that having an overflow of money, an unlimited amount of money is a bad thing. And I don't think having an unlimited amount of food is a bad thing either. As long as what you're doing with your body and that food is good, as long as what you're doing with your money and your life and other people's lives are good. Right? I want to donate to charities. There's a huge homeless issue here in Austin. Like, I give away things all the time to them. And it's really important for me to be able to support myself and just have an overflow. To be able to live the life. I love to travel. I want to, cars are like a thing I really love. (laughs) As evidenced by my Ford Escape right now. (laughs) But like, I still really love my car. Um, I could have gotten the bottom of the line one, but I value what I drive. Like I actually want it to look good. It has like black rims. It has an all black, you know, interior leather. It has an all black exterior, right? And so it's like, I consider it a cheap car. Like I think that it's very affordable, very cheap, But I also got that when $300 a month was a lot of money for me. Now it's absolutely nothing, you know? And so having that fuck ton of money is indicative of whatever that means to you, whatever that overflow looks like to you, right? To dig myself out of of six figures in debt for school, I need a fuck ton of money, right? So there's always the aspect of you can have it just because you want it. Like say it with me, I can have it because I want it. I can have it because I want it. What I want is okay. I'm deserving of what I want because I want it and because I am me. It's not a question of what did you do to get that money? Like, yes, we're obviously exchanging amazing services, right? And honestly, your energy, your time, your knowledge, you are invaluable, And so when people say like, oh, price what you're valued at, 
people have trouble doing that. They're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm valued at. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Right. And so what is it that you desire? How much energy is it going to take for you to show up for that person and truly give everything you can? Like if you are my one-on-one client, I'm going through all of your content that you share with me. If you are my one-on-one client, you have unlimited Voxer access to me. If you are my one-on-one client, you get access um, as long as you are uh, like at a certain tier, depending on when I signed you, you get access to all of my courses, Right. And so that is worth to me $3,000 a month currently. Plus I give massive value. Plus I have 11 years of experience in marketing and sales and program development, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And so I value it the logistic way of like, how much do I actually know and what can I give to people? And what do I want in exchange for that time and energy? Because when I was valuing myself at $800 a month, which was my first business coaching price, I ran myself into the damn ground and I could not show up as my best self. I could not grow my audience. I could not serve more people. I was literally just on coaching calls, like sometimes 14 hours a day. It was insane just to be able to pay my coaching, uh, my, um, my coaches, my bills for my business, et cetera, et cetera. Like I wouldn't, I didn't go into business just to break even. That's not fun. Or sit on a computer for 14 hours. (laughs) So I couldn't keep charging $800 or $1,000 a month. It just didn't work. Plus, everyone was getting massive uh, massive success. They'd work with a lot of business coaches before me and didn't even have programs built out, didn't even know what they were selling. Um, I've had clients go from selling like 15 out of 90 people to like 45, 50, 60 people just within working with me for six months. It's insane. And so... Um, I don't shit on anybody else's processes, but I know my value because people get insane results with me. Whether you're my content to sales blueprint, whether you are in my group coaching program, whether you're my small group coaching program, my one-on-one client, right? I price myself logistically, like how much do I feel good asking for so that I don't run myself into the ground and so that I can keep making a massive impact in income and like how much do I want to make? And how much can I value that based off of my expertise and my knowledge, right? So you have to decide what that fuck ton of money looks like for you. I wonder how many times I'm going to say fuck ton of money. Does anybody want to count? (laughs) If you count and you get it right, I will give you a free coaching session. How about that? Uh, (laughs) I guess that would mean I would have to have my VA go back and do it. But if anybody cares to do that, feel free to. With that being said, (laughs) I might regret that. Um, But yeah, you have to figure out what that looks like for you. And you get to decide what you want in your business, right? Now, I'll preface all the activities I'm going to have you guys consider in the next few, like, whatever, the next 20 minutes that we go into this. Um, But I want to say that even though I am focusing on money in this episode, and it's okay to want unlimited money and charge a lot for your services, um, the, the businesses that we built... It's like not just about the money. And we know this, right? It's not just about the money. I don't just help people for the money. That's not fun. I help people thrive. I help the world thrive. I help the world become a healthier and happier place. And so by doing and fulfilling this mission, I've actually become a really happy human. I actually have the space in my life and the means to pay people 
to help me handle my emotions better. I have the ability to handle my relationships better. I have the ability to do more of what actually makes me excited to live on this earth. So I'm not apologizing for making a podcast all about how to make a fuck ton of money and how to shift your mindset to accept that. But also like knowing that it's not just the money, it's what we do with the money. Um, and one of my old coaches, Isabella Guava, it wasn't probably the first one that I heard say this, but um, she had said that and that just really stuck with me. Like the money's phenomenal and all the things we can get with that money, but it's also like who we become in the process. Like that's more so really fucking important. But I would not be here, the human that I am, and with such a fulfilled life and helping other people because that's just something I fucking absolutely love to do if I didn't have the money coming in. So I would have had to go get another job. And Joe would not be able to build his business. And I would not be able to afford the coaches who also help me (laughs) and employ them as well. They are part of my team, right? So Again, it's not just the money, it's what we also do with the money and who we become in the process. Entrepreneurship helps us look internal so much. I've done so many podcast episodes on that. But with that being said, let's get into some mindset shifts. So number one, I have a question for you. How does it feel hearing me? Or how does it? How do you feel saying, I want to make a fuck ton of money? Or I want to be rich? Like, just sit with that for a second. How does it make you feel to say I want a fuck ton of money or I want to be rich. Is it weird? Is it comfortable? What does that what does it mean to you? I remember a few months ago I looked at Joe and I was like, "Wow. Like we can really afford anything I actually want." That is weird to say. That is weird to say. <laughs> We were looking at like possible cars to get next when the Ford is up. And I don't know, we might just buy the Ford. We might not have a car. I don't really know what we're doing. But I was just like, we could get any car we wanted. Like we literally just could. I was like, that's so weird. It was just weird. It was a weird thing. (laughs) So the fact that I am rich, I am really wealthy. And I'm going to continue making more money doesn't feel weird to me anymore. It used to. I used to always say when I was younger, like, I want to be rich. I want to be rich. But, like, I didn't actually think that it was okay to be that. Because I was brought up thinking that if you, like, greedy was a bad thing. Thinking that you couldn't say those things. <laughs> like, I probably get a massive backlash from some people about this podcast. And when the word greedy or the word a fuck ton of money or the word rich... I think rich is probably the one that like stands out to me the most and still has some sort of a feeling around it. But it's more just like, wow, that's a cool feeling instead of like, oh, wow, that's an uncomfortable feeling. Right. And it's just a thing. It means that you are wealthy. It mean, I mean, we could also look up the definition of rich. I don't even know what the definition of rich actually means. I know my interpretation of it. Right. But what do you feel when I say these things? How do you feel when talk about that for here it says having abundant possessions and especially material wealth having high value or quality well supplied or endowed um magnificently impressive or sumptuous sumptuous i don't even know what that word means anyway i'm assuming it means wealth but like having an abundant possessions and especially material wealth or having high value or quality to me those things are beautiful things 
I don't believe I was put on this earth to suffer. I don't believe that I was put on this earth to consistently be in the negative because I'm in debt from school because I wanted to actually help people. Like, that's pretty shitty. I think that's shitty. I don't think that having material wealth to be able to pay that shit off and then live in a decent house or a nice size house is shitty. I think that being in the red is pretty shitty. Right? So when it comes down to it, what are your thoughts and what are your feelings about this conversation when we're talking about it? Does it make you feel uncomfortable? If it does... We have a lot of money mindset to do, mindset work to do. We have a lot of work around just feeling wealthy and accepting that we are becoming wealthier, that we are becoming richer because we want to and do some activity around what do you actually want to do with that money? What is it going to do for you and what is it going to do for the world? Right. And is that your goal in building your business? Right. Number two. How did you grow up feeling about money or what did you feel when you were growing up about money? What were your circumstances and how did you feel around it? For me, I went through a full, a few different phases. I always worked. I've been working since I'm like 13 years old. I worked at a mortgage company. I don't know why they hired me. Um, the guy didn't ask how old I was. My like godmother was the mortgage broker there and I was just like working for somebody who was on maternity leave for the summer (laughs) and I like was putting in like some serious fucking information into the databases, but like no one asked me. So I was making money there, like seven bucks an hour or whatever. And then I worked at a bakery making again, I think seven bucks an hour. Maybe the first one was 10 and then seven, whatever it was. And like, I used to literally just go and spend it all. I bought like sevens jeans. I bought bags. I'd gotten a credit card as soon as I could and bought a Louis Vuitton bag. And I still have that Louis Vuitton bag. Super in love with it. It's a never full. But like I used to just spend it. And I could never keep it. And at the same time, my family did not really grow up wealthy at all. Um, I do have a few family members that make like a good salary. Um, six figures, multiple six figures. My grandmother specifically was, was decently well off. Um, but like my family did not, my mom's a school teacher. My dad was a butcher. Um, like just, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. I remember going to the store one day and I went to the supermarket and my mom was like, Johnny, there's a hundred dollars left on this card. I don't know if that was a lie. So I didn't just buy stupid shit or like what, but she goes, John, there's a hundred dollars on here. You cannot go over it. If you do, you're going to like, it's going to not go through. So I remember going to the supermarket, counting up every single thing. I think about like pickles, like chicken, like I was bodybuilding at the time. So I was just eating like such interesting things. Um, and just tons of protein and stuff like that. And I, and I was just rounding up by like two or $3. Because I'm like, I don't want it to like not go through. I don't want it to not go through. I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed if I couldn't afford it. And both of those instances stick out to me where on the one hand even when I made money I couldn't stick it which would stick with it or keep it which was my truth for a very long time up until I actually got a bookkeeper and accountant and she helped me with my finances and the fact that I have this like memory of going to the supermarket and not and worrying about it not going through I just never wanted to be that person again and 
I remember I hit my 14K month in, I don't know, August or something like that. And I look at Joe and I'm like, Joe, I don't know where that money went. And I was like, ooh, that's not good. (laughs) I didn't know where the money went when I was making $2,000 a month. And I don't know where the money went when I made $14,000. That's a problem, right? So on the one aspect, how do you feel around it? And on the other aspect, how are you handling it? Because if you are not handling it well, if you don't have control over your finances, you will not be ready to accept more. And you will not feel any better about it because you will never have more of it. It will always continue continuously going to continuously go to stupid things and you don't know where it goes. Right. So we have to get control of your finances. And how do you feel around it? Right. For me, I know my grandmother was not a very like loving human. A lot of my family just really wasn't. We never talked about feelings. We never like hugged each other. It was just really awkward. But my grandmother like used to be like the money person. Like, oh, you need money. Just go to your grandma. You know, my grandmother would buy me my clothing, she'd buy me my boots, she would buy me everything. And so she essentially bought everyone's love. Like, yes, we we all loved her. And yes, she loved us. She just didn't know how to show it emotionally. So she just knew how to show it by paying. Right? She was even giving my mom a lot of money until she passed away. My grandmother passed away, I don't know, five, six years ago. Um, Because my mom could never keep money as well. And so... It's important to notice whatever stories you have and notice what they mean to you, right? On the one hand, I want to be the person who can actually keep money, not just make money, because what's the point of making money if you can't keep it? And I never wanted to be the person or my daughter being the person or whatever, if I choose to have kids, going to the supermarket again, worrying about that. I just didn't. There's too many other things to enjoy in life. I don't want to have to worry about if I can afford the chicken or not, even though I'm vegan right now. So like the tofu. (laughs) So notice these stories for you. How did you feel when you were growing up? And was there somebody in your life that dictated your relationship with money? Right? Again, my parent, my mom could never keep money. My dad was pretty like not wealthy, um, but like always kept his money. So he was a good saver and like lives on whatever he makes. And then my grandmother like never gave me love or didn't really know how to give love, but actually just paid us all off. (laughs) So I have a lot of money stories around that. So we have to assess what those mean for us. What are your money stories, right? And what are your current finance levels? Do you look at them or do you hide behind them? If you hide behind them, you're embarrassed by them. And in order to move forward through anything, we have to accept where we are right now. We cannot wait. We cannot just hope that, okay, well, when I'm making more money, then I'll look at it. Then I'll learn how to manage it. No, we get a bookkeeper now. We get a financial person now to help us move through this, a financial coach, whatever you want, to help us start saving now, even if it's a little bit every single day, right? Because people, I see people buy like stupid bras and like all of these things, but yet I know that they're struggling in their business or they go to, you know... Uh, I see them go to like a live workshop and pay thousands of dollars to go and get there and all these things, but yet they are struggling to even stay afloat in their business and then their business goes under, right? So being really smart with the actual investments and investing it in things that you are actually going to take the steps to get out of that position is important, right? And not hiding behind your finances is really important as well, okay? And then also just believing that you can have anything you want because I can, because I want it. Right, And I'm a good human and I do a lot with my money and I do great things with money. Right, 
Next is be open with your finances. Are you going to hide behind the amount you want? Are you going to hide behind the struggles that you have around money? It's like the more we talk about money, the less weird it gets. I remember on one of my coaching calls with my first group coaching program, I think we had like 40 people on the call. And my coach was like, oh, like how much did you make throughout your launch? And I was like, you fucking asked me that? (laughs) I was so weird. I was so flabbergasted. I was like, what is going on? You can't ask me that. Who talks about their finances? Right? And so the more open we are about it, the more unapologetic we become about it. And becoming unapologetic about what we want means that we are accepting where we are right now, knowing that we are working to get out of it. Right? And then that goes back to the talk about debt. People think that debt is such an awful thing. I cannot go into debt. I can't go into debt, but let me go on this vacation. That's no problem. I'll go into debt for that. Right? I mean, how many vacations have you gone on that you actually couldn't afford? But then when it comes to investing in the program or a business coach or whatever it is, it's like, no, I can't. But then you've spent that money way before, right? My thought process about money is I'm going to spend it on something. Am I going to spend it on things that are get me more money or am I going to spend it on things that will just waste my money? Not that I think that like going out and having fun is, is wasting, but if I have a choice to do something with $3,000 when I actually need help in my business or go on a vacation, I'm going to choose investing it back into my business, right? Until I don't have to choose. Now I spend, I don't even know what, five grand in business coaching and I have a team of five and I just went like on a few thousand dollars worth of a shopping spree, but I can now, right? It took me investing, going into debt in order to get here, right? So I don't think debt is a bad thing as long as it's good debt. And I don't think student loans are the only good type of debt. I think like it sucks because becoming a dietitian and coming out with $130,000 in debt or whatever I came out of with no jobs that would ever get me out of that was pretty shitty. But the debt itself actually taught me a fucking lot because it allowed me to become a dietitian. It allowed me to use my expertise and to do good in the world. Like, that's amazing. The same thing when it comes to investing in a business. Most people don't have the money to start up their own business. That's why, you know... Business accounts exist. Business credit card exists. Business loans exist. But when it comes to putting us on the line, we automatically get we get weird about it. So the more open you are with your finances, and the more unapologetic you are about how much you want, and the more you revisit this concept of, I actually just want a lot of money because I want it, the more clear we will get, the more energy we will put out into the universe, the more you know, the more open we will become about it and the quicker we will get out of our current situation or continue to move to the next level. But the minute that we hide behind it, it's because we are really unconfident about it. We don't think that we're deserving of it. We think that it's a bad thing, right? And I remember my first business coaching program, they're like, oh, money mindset, like it's going to stop you in so many ways. And I was like, what is going on here? Like, I just want money. Like, obviously I want money. Why wouldn't I want money? But then you get the money and you're like, oh shit, I want more. And then all these thoughts come up, like, why do I even want more? Am I greedy? Am I a bad person? What is my mom going to think? Who do I owe this money to? Right? I have a lot of people who are like, a lot of clients who are like, oh yeah, I want to retire my dad and I want to do this and I want to do that and that's all beautiful. But, or maybe and, you can just want the money because you want more money. 
right? Also knowing that you are deserving of everything you want because you want it. It's your reality. It's your life. You can want and do anything and everything. You don't have to do anything. Just because you want to do something doesn't mean you're a bad person that somebody else doesn't want it. And you don't owe anybody anything by having more money. You're just deserving of it because you are who you are. And you have a beautiful gift to share with the world. And as you get compensated for that beautiful gift, your expertise and knowledge grows. Therefore, your value grows. And how much you feel good with showing up with increases. And that is not a bad thing. If I was still charging $800 a month, I would not be in business. I would be a giant lunatic. (laughs) I would not be able to have this podcast, right? I would not be able to have my Facebook group. I would not have been able to create my content to sales blueprint, right? It gives people an opportunity to work with me at all different levels for free on my podcast, for free on my Facebook, for free on my Instagram and lower price programs like the content to sales blueprint and high price programs like my one-on-one. Right, if I did not have enough money to support everything like that and make the connections needed to keep my business afloat and continue having it thrive even throughout quarantine, I would not be here. And I would not be fulfilling my mission and that is not in line with my intention of thriving. Right, I don't give myself an option to want anything less than what I want. And Going into entrepreneurship, going into your goals and being unapologetic about what you want and revising it every single day is key to actually achieving them. That's why I started talking about money so openly on Instagram. Yes, it's to empower everybody, but it's also to help me feel okay with wanting it, with wanting more, with stating it, with being unapologetic about it. There's no reason we can't have it. Like, Come up with the reason why you can't have how much money you want. Like, just give me one good reason. State it now. Tag me on Instagram, please. There's no actual reason you can't have it. And you can come up with a billion reasons as to why you can have it. Right? And when we clear our money stories, and we say, oh, there's that thing again that's preventing me from accepting more money into my life, from raising my prices, from accepting another client, right? Then we can clear that, notice it when it comes up, and change it. Up, all my bills are paid, and I have excess money. Beautiful, and I still want more. Or maybe you don't. That's fine. Right? But wanting a fuck ton of money is okay. Because it's your reality. And I don't think we were put on this earth to fucking suffer. We were put on this earth to do what we were put on this earth to do. And that's what entrepreneurship gives us the platform to do. It's not a question. It just is. And if you want a monstrous house or you want a beautiful, you know, fancy ass fucking car or you want to be able to go on first class plane tickets or you know what I'm saying, like then you can. 
you can. And you can also do really fucking good for with your money for other people and donate and do all those things. And even just showing up in your business is doing fucking good. Every day I show up on Instagram, it's not just to make money. It's not just to make an impact. It's actually because it makes me feel good to give my knowledge into the world and to have people listen. And as an exchange of that, I also get paid. <laughs> and it's beautiful. We get paid to be us. Right? So accept this. I am deserving of everything I want because I want it. I can want and do anything. Right? So last two things I'm going to touch on is what do you want your life to look like? Do you even know? I've worked with entrepreneurs who... I've worked with other business coaches too, and I'm not really sure of their process for really transforming people, but I asked them, what, what do you want your life to look like? Like, why did you come into entrepreneurship? What would you want at the end of this year? And they go, oh, I don't know. I go, but you've been in business for a year and you don't have a goal? How? What are you doing? Right? So what do you want your life to look like? What do you envision it as? My client that did this activity, um, who said that she wanted to make 50 grand for the rest of this year, um, said that she wants a beautiful lake house where it's super serene and peaceful. It wasn't necessarily a size or anything like that. She just wants it on the lake. Typically, lakefront properties, if you're not in like, you know, the middle of nowhere, are pretty expensive. Right? So what do you want your life to look like? And can you envision yourself in it? I envision myself with the amount of money coming into my bank account that I want. I envision myself not only having that, but I envision the way that I want my launch to look and how I want people tagging me saying how epic my content sales blueprint is. That's because it is, and that's why people are tagging me, right? I don't just create and then say, okay, I hope this happens because I'm Johnny and I can do it and I'm deserving of money because I do it. No, I actually put in everything I could about content, (laughs) I actually put everything about marketing and how to get that through for your content and build a brand off of it. Right, so what do you want your life to look like and can you envision yourself in it? Envision every single thing you want. I envision myself driving the car that I want. I envision myself being able to travel first class everywhere because I really don't like being in a smushed fucking airplane. The last flight Joe and I took, we were by the shitters. Like, that's awful. (laughs) It smelled the whole time. (laughs) And I was so annoyed. (laughs) Doesn't make me a brat. I just don't want to smell poop when I'm on an airplane. That's it. It's not that difficult. I would also like more than like a foot of space. And again, if I can trade pineapples for more leg space... I would trade pineapples to, you know, Delta, which is the people I like to fly with. But unfortunately, they don't accept pineapples. They take cash. They take money. (laughs) So that's why I want more money. (laughs) Right? Also, by me being able to do that, it keeps the airline in, you know, in business. And then that also... Um, keep stewardists having a job and then I fly Delta because I think that it's a very decent, I'll say decent, um, experience compared to other, you know, airlines and it costs more money and I'd rather give the people money who are giving me a better experience and have to pay a little bit more, right? So we get an exchange with every single thing we do. We get a feeling with every single thing we do And for me, my choice is aligned with that feeling of thriving. And if it doesn't contribute to that feeling, I don't do it. Right? Or I change my circumstances and I get more of what I want. 
right? So I don't feel bad asking for what I want and neither should you. Why would we feel bad for wanting a better experience? More leg room. Why should I feel bad for wanting more leg room? Right? That more leg room costs a lot of fucking money. I also like to drink wine when I'm on airplanes. Why would I feel bad for wanting to drink wine? That costs a ridiculous amount of money. Right? I, why would I feel bad for any of that? So when we look at money as a bad thing, it's because we're only looking at it as like the way that we were conditioned to think about it. We're not looking at it as a place of like, what am I doing with that money? Why do I want that money? What is that money doing for my life and other people? Again, coming back to the idea of, yes, it's okay to want a fuck ton of money. And it's what that money also does. It's not just having the money there. I'm not going to have like a room full of money. Like that's not fun. But having a room that looks cute is important to me. And that requires money. I think I spent like at least two grand to like update my room. Because Joe and I were living here for like almost a year and just had a bed. (laughs) And it was pretty awful. (laughs) I was like, wow, we look like hobos. Right? I work in my room. I want it to look pretty. I want to be in a better vibe when I'm in here. Working, sitting on my bed, podcasting, you know? So last but not least, how are you spending your money? Are you scared of spending money? Or are you comfortable with spending money? And are you spending it on the things that are better in your life? Are you spending it on the things that give you a better experience on this earth? Right? And that's individual to you. Like, I don't spend money on underwear. I don't really spend money on bras. I don't really wear bras. You guys know that. Like, it's just not a thing. But if I were to wear a bra, or even my sports bras, like, I buy very expensive sports bras because it gives me a better experience wearing them and not feeling uncomfortable in them. Right, so how are you spending your money? Is it giving you a better experience? Are you looking at it as getting a better experience? Instead of spending it like, fuck, I shouldn't spend it. Fuck, I shouldn't spend it. Fuck, I shouldn't spend this. Say, no, I'm spending this because I deserve it. It's like that whole idea of self-care. I heard this on Manifestation Babe podcast. I forgot the dude's name. is Paul something. Sorry, Paul. I don't remember who what your last name was. Never heard you before, but you were pretty fucking epic. And he said, like, self-care is not self-love. People do like self-care, like, oh, I got a manicure. Oh, I bought more bras. Oh, I bought this. But the entire time behind it, they're like, fuck, I shouldn't do that. Fuck, I shouldn't do that. Fuck, I'm broke. Fuck, I can't. I'm not deserving of this because I don't have this yet or I didn't sign another client yet. And it's like, if that's the way you're spending money, there's going to be really negative energy around it. Every time I spend money, there's more where that came from. I think I heard that from Catherine Zinkina. Every time I spend money, no matter how much it is, there's more where that came from. And it just changes your energy around the actual spending of the money. And not feeling bad about it. Because I'm actually doing it because I love myself and it gives me a better experience on this earth. And as I have a better experience, I show up as my best self. I show up more positive. I learn more because I pay for my learning. And I deal with shit internally better, which actually makes me happier. My relationships and all of that requires money and I'm not here to suffer I'm here to get everything I want and to not regret anything the last thing I want to do is look back on my you know years of living when I'm 90 something years old and be like oh I wish I did that I wish I had went full-blown in my business when I wanted I wish I had been unapologetic about the amount of money that I wanted because I could have made it because why can't I Right, it's that logic again, like, what do you want, why do you want it, and why can't you actually make it? 
There's no reason. If I can do it, you can do it. If other people can make more than me, then I can make more than them. Right? No one's special here. You are invaluable. You are deserving of everything you want. And whether that's, you know, a $20 bag or a $20,000 bag, like you can have it. Because you're not actually taking away from anybody else when you get money. Like by somebody giving you money in exchange for your services, they actually gain so much. And that's why we sell things that are deeper than weight loss. That's why I sell things that are deeper than let's just make money. Like, yes, the money's amazing, but it's who we become. It's who we impact. It's what we do with that money. Right? So how are you spending your money and what are you doing with it? How are you viewing it when you do spend it? Is there, are there these negative thoughts like I shouldn't spend it, I shouldn't spend that, I shouldn't spend that? Are you scared about it? Or are you comfortable doing it because you're getting more of what you want out of an experience? Just that simple switch. I'm not even telling you to spend less or spend more. Like, I can't tell you what to do. It's your money. But are you spending in a way that's making you proud? And if you are, why can't you? Is somebody going to tell you you shouldn't? Are you scared that it's all going to be taken away from you? Why is that going to happen? And if you created it once, you can create it again. Like, you're not taking away anything. When I make money, I don't take away from another business coach. My clients are going to continue to invest in business coaching. So my clients leave me and they work with another business coach. I'm so fucking happy for them. That means they stayed in business. That means I did my job and they had enough money to continue and enough drive and enough want and passion to continue staying in business. I didn't take money from that, you know, entrepreneur and that entrepreneur did not take money from me. It's all just an energy exchange. It's an exchange of services, an exchange of who we are. By me developing the content to sales blueprint, you guys get more of what you want and I get more of what I want and I share my passion and I share my knowledge and my expertise. And therefore you can impact the rest of the world, right? So this money mindset stuff is something that I will continue to come back into, um, If you guys like it, let me know. Tag me on Instagram. Screenshot this episode. Um, But knowing that you are just capable of doing it. Like, I want to make a fuck ton of money. I want to be rich. Because I can. And I want it. And I'm enough. It comes down to worthiness. Not capabilities. Everyone's capable of it. Do you feel worthy of it? And if you are worthy of it, then why can't you have it? Right? Let's get down to those deep-rooted beliefs, those few stories that you might have around money like I did and I shared with you guys before, and figure out what they mean in your life and how they're showing up, how they're limiting you, how they're helping you, etc., etc., and just start to understand it and notice it and then start to shift your mindset around it. I want this because I want it, and I am amazing. (laughs) Very simple. You are worthy of anything and everything that you want. So I hope that you guys got a lot out of this. Cheers to making a fuck ton of money while having a massive impact on the world. Um, Just so you guys know, my content to sales blueprint is still open cart until the 13th. If you are somebody who wants to have a massive impact, wants to make massive income with your small following and are struggling to make your content convert to sales and you want to create a customer experience 
where they trust you, they like you, they know you, and sales become easy. My constant sales blueprint is for you. The link is in my bio. I will also put it in the show notes here. I will see you guys either in the course or on the next podcast.